morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're well. I hope I hope all is good with you in your world where you are. So today I'm just going to be musing very briefly today um, on what I, I will title Write the Vision. And this was actually something that just came up to me this morning while I was responding to a comment that somebody made on one of my posts in, on LinkedIn. And there's this thing that I've found, you know, I've recently come to realize the value and the importance of spiritual disciplines. And um, there's a reason why almost every religion of, on the world in the world has a discipline about it. It's because there's a way in which we learn. There's a way in which we grow. There's a way in which God has wired and made human beings. And if we do not have a discipline around our faith... There are certain things I will not do. So it took me, I I went from, you know, how would I say? So I never really, I would say in my adult life, I didn't really understand the importance of spiritual discipline. I went through a phase, when I first gave my life to Christ as a teenager, I, of course, I went in headlong with it, with the passion. And at that time, you know, spiritual things like prayer, things like, um, you know, worship and all that service works of charity evangelism it was the norm once you go born again and you give your life to christ your life was an never-ending rotor of spiritual works you know so that was it was student fellowship on in the university then so i fell into that and i was just doing that you know and i was always praying and, and all of that and it wasn't necessarily because i had needs or i wanted things it was just that was what christianity was about then so there was a discipline and a lifestyle that went with receiving Christ. Fast forward to when I then became an adult, got married, started having kids. By then, Christianity had taken, or the faith circles, particularly the Pentecostal circle, had taken a different shape whereby, and initially it was still, it was different from university um, fellowship. It was a bit like, so it was like a hybrid, went through a phase when we were then still very um, outward focused, evangelism and charity works and things like that. But then our personal needs started getting into, started getting more involved with, you know, praying for your needs and things like that. To the point that it, it almost became like a 50-50 thing. So half of the time we're praying for the nation, praying for the community around us. Half of the time we're praying for ourselves. By the 20, um, by, the, by, by the time we crossed over to year 2000, everything had changed. It had then become 80-20, if not 90-10, if not 100%, to the point whereby everything that we're doing is focused on just our own needs we're praying because of our needs where anything we're doing the motive and the intent is so that i can be blessed and very very little attention being given to other things so by that time in those years my spiritual disciplines then dwindled because really i'm not the kind of person that why would i be praying for my needs every day you know i i think i had a stronger prayer life when i was more conscious about praying for others and the nation and actually i'm just realizing that now really because i mean i can't be every day talking to god about my needs you know so so i i so my spiritual discipline lifestyle failed and fell fast forward now until and that went on up and on it will be you know up and down type of thing you you christian lifestyle until my my aha moment in the year 2020 when you know the pandemic hit and i was also going through a personal um, faith crisis really trial of my faith and there were a lot of things going on that made me then go back to the bible and go back to god for me back to the basics 
perspective. In fact, some of the musings we did then, if you check the musings on the podcast in 2020, there were some, a whole, at least almost like a season of episodes where I was talking about back to the basics, back to the basics. So for me, it was getting back to the fundamentals of scripture and reading the Bible as though I had never read it before. And it was in the purpose of doing that, you know, that God began to make me realize things about, you know, the importance of spiritual discipline. Also, when I went, started my Bible faith program at Western Seminary this year, we also did a course about spiritual discipline. And I saw that it's an integral part of Christianity and the faith work. And I also saw that Jesus too had a spiritual discipline lifestyle. He would wake up very early in the morning, separate himself, go to a secluded place and pray. And he would come back, you know, he would go to the synagogue. We told him that as his custom was, he would go and he would read, he would teach, he would preach. Then he would minister to people, you know, at night he would also seclude himself again. So he had a daily discipline of, of teaching, of preaching, of prayer, and as well as fellowship and communion with the saints. So he had it. It was a daily discipline. And um, the Bible says the servant is not greater than the master. So if Jesus did that, we also have to do that. So I am now unlearning and relearning how to live that life of spiritual discipline. Now, in those years, when I wasn't praying as much for other people, as you know, I had said, there was one spiritual discipline that the Lord taught me. In fact, I didn't realize it was a spiritual discipline until I, um, I partic- attended this course um, in my Bible seminary program around spiritual disciplines. And that's the culture of the discipline of writing down the things he says to me and the things that I want to do. And what I have found that this discipline, I started it, in fact, I think I started it in the 90s or so the lord the lord led me on it in the 90s so i always have a spiritual diary i have books in my working life in fact the culture it has become so much of a part of me that i i also put it into my secular life so in my professional life at every point in time i have a notebook anybody who has ever worked with me or i've ever consulted for they know that i move around with a notebook so every time there's a conversation i have a pen and a paper and i'm writing down stuff and sometimes this is the funny thing I may never even go back to read those notes. Sometimes I do, but most of the time, I don't need to. Once I have written it down, it's almost like an instruction has been given to my brain, a message has been sent to the universe. Even prayer points, whatever it is, those things begin to happen. It sets in, in motion a chain of events. I will, I will do those things. I will achieve those things. Even if there are things that I have no control over, things, things that have to do with, oh, my, you know, moving getting a job in a particular place getting this opportunity once i write it down it it happens and i can't you see i'm not even i'm saying even when i'm not even praying about it consciously once i write it down and this is me i've never really said this before other than when i made that comment you know on the post this morning but it's what i found out in my life in fact, I have a whole volume of books that I've written over the years. Every time I go back and I read some of them, some of them, there are things that God said to me, which I wrote. In fact, most of them, there are really things that God said to me, particularly in the spiritual diary. But anything that comes to me, and sometimes, and maybe this is me not really understanding how the Holy Spirit works with me, because anything I'm inspired or moved to write down, as in I sufficiently get, something comes to me to with such 
um, intensity that I am moved to look for pen and paper to write. Once I write it down, that thing happens. Even in my business now, there are things I've written about, you know, what I want to do and how I want. I just see that things begin to work in that direction. So, in fact, I think I need to start writing now that I'm really musing about this. Maybe I need to really, this is something I need to do more intentionally. Because I, I would say I have not been as intentional and it. I've just been going with the flow and the flow has been working well. So, but there's, is there a scriptural reference for it? Yes, there is. Which is why we're doing this music now. And I'm thinking I, maybe I need to share this a bit more because this honestly has been my experience. And I don't know if there are other people out there who have that. So for me, I'm not so much a... Some people believe a lot in, you know, like prayer, prayer, prayer. For me, we talk... Prayer for me is for is the purpose of airing my views so that God can respond and I can write down what he says. That's really the way we work together. So most of the time, I'm talking to him. He's responding back. Then sometimes I just listen. Other times I actually take out a pen and write. So that's what I, for me, prayer is not so much as I want to tell God what I want. It's I want to hear what God has to say. And maybe that's why this works, really, if you look at it. Because, you know, for me, my own wishes and whatever is not so much important as in what is God saying? What does he want to do? What should I be doing? Because I've also realized that the things that I've wanted to do in my life, decisions that I take, I think I'm a, sometimes I'm a very, I've made some really bad decisions in my life. So I don't have any confidence anymore in my decision-making capability, particularly for life events and things. So I am more interested in what is God saying, regardless of what I want. I think I'm more interested in that. In fact, I would, I would like to hear what he's saying. I would like to hear what his perspective is. Let me then, then I can then think about, okay, what do I want? You know, does it really, you know, how, how do I, does this fit into that? How do I like, because I have seen again, that this is life. Life has happened to me and I've seen that I, you know, yeah, even with all the information available to me, all of the intellect and all that, sometimes I have made some really stupid decisions that God warned me against. So anyways, there's a scripture that talks about this whole thing. And so what I'm sharing and what I'm reflecting and what I'm musing on in this episode is about what I have observed in my life. I have observed that anything that I write down on a piece of paper in a notebook, either in my professional life, in my spiritual life, concerning myself, my work, relationships, people, things, environment, situations, anything I write down, somehow events begin to walk in that direction to fulfill that which was written to make me do that which was i have written down now let's go but let's read habakkuk 2 and i'll just bring this to a close so this is habakkuk is one of the um, books of the prophets people they call minor prophets in the old testament and he's writing about an experience that he had with god and um from chapter 2 he says i will take my stand at my watch post and station myself on the tower and look out to see what the lord will say to me and what i will answer concerning my complaints and the lord answered him saying write the vision make it plain on tablets so that he may run whoever reads it can run with it for still the vision awaits his appointed time it hastens to the end it will not lie it seems slow but wait for it it will surely come and it will not delay so the key thing that God says here was write the vision and make it plain so that they may run with it that read it. And, you know, I have always read this scripture in the context of the Bible because really the reason why you and I can run with the vision of the Bible, the reason why 
the you know there is a christian faith today of people who never lived in the time of jesus but understand his teachings is because people wrote it down you know jesus spoke apostles disciples around him they, they they recollected god enabled and inspired them to write his teachings and for those teachings to be self-affirming and and to um interconnect with the scriptures and the verses around you know the other prophets and it was plain for people to read so that anybody on the face of the planet who reads it can run with it in fact in nigeria in many communities there, there are some churches that do what they call bible ministry where all they do is just buy the bible and give to communities and honestly it's amazing i'm even coming out in goosebumps just thinking about it just by that bible ministry just making it available for people to read on their own their lives are transformed they come to christ and they, they're just changed their communities changed forever in fact in um my mother's church for many years there was they've used the bible to teach for adult education to teach people who you know are are non-literate in their adult years they use the bible to teach them how to read many people have started reading in their later years through bible teaching ministry just bible ministry really so they just read the stories of the bible you know there's some really lovely stories you can just read matthew or read the story of david and goliath or something you know so they use those very simple biblical stories to teach people how to read in english because these are people who are you know have different native tongues and and they learn and so that's what um god is saying in the book of in 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 habakkuk chapter 2 he said write the vision and make it plain so that he who reads it can run with it so that even though the vision is still going to happen at an appointed time there, there will still be some time but then you are able to read it you are able to anticipate you are able to work with it you then know you are appropriately guided and for me this is gold in fact even in running my business and i think there's a psychology around it i think there's also a spiritual element around this because god will not do anything outside of his own word this planet everything about the universe the galaxy that we live in is ordered by the word of god and that word is written and we see in the Bible, um, the last two episodes, we talked about the book of life. God himself writes his own vision. He has books in heaven. In fact, there are many scriptures in Revelation that talk about the books being opened. So God has a library of books. I can imagine that some are actually sealed in some places where only God can get there. There's some places where, you know, okay, it's open library. Anybody can go in. In fact, the first thing I'm going to do when I go to heaven, I, I must, they, they should just first take me to that digital library wherever it is if it's hologram that they use i want to see that like i want to know everything that has happened i want to just know i want to really know i want to understand what has happened you know both in the spiritual world in the ancient world before us behind us i just want to know there's so much you know i also there's so that god i have so many questions I, i have so many questions so god himself keeps record of things not because he will forget but because there there seems to be something about writing things down that commits your life and the universe to work in fulfillment of that thing so what i will say to everyone and as i'm reflecting i'm just realizing that i need to be more i do write things down like every beginning of the year i talk about what i want and I'm, I'm realizing and i realized this actually I, i've actually lived by this and the reason i think i have continued i've done this for over 25 years the reason why i think i have continued to do this because i have seen that it helps i don't understand why it helps i don't i mean if you ask me i can't tell you but it really does help i've used it professionally i use it spiritually 
but I think I need to be even more intentional about it now. Write the vision and make it plain that he that he that reads may run with it. Yes. This is not just and I'm and I'm saying this thing comes to these things come to pass even when you are consciously when you are not consciously working to it or even when you have no control over the events that will make it come to pass write it down but as a christian i would say don't write it down without god so allow god talk to god about it allow god to speak to you and then write what is inspired of god to write write it in the language that god gives i i, I think that's the thing because most of the time i write under inspiration and sometimes I write based on what I would like. That one is a prayer. But the, there's a record that I write, which is like what is described in Habakkuk 2, which is where I am hearing and I am writing as I am hearing. Those ones, 100%, they come to pass. They come to, and it, they come to pass. That's all I say. They set, there's a chain of events. Even when the fulfillment is not um, exactly as I thought it would be, I, I would be able to see the fingerprints of those writings in what exactly came to pass i can see the fingerprint i can see the pathway i can see the road i can see the imprints so thank you holy spirit because i think this is really good for me now so i think i need to be more intentional there's some things there's some steps there's some things that the lord is talking to me about i think i need to be more intentional about writing it now and i have been in fact the lord has said to me there is you know that there are certain books he's told me i should gather with me and make sure that you know, I carry around wherever I go because there's some writings that are there that are quite important for me to be able to look back on. Like I said, it's not as if I carry the things and I pray to God 100%. We just write it down. It's almost like an understanding between us. And I don't know what happens, but there's something spiritual about it. In the same way, I've also noticed on this musing that anytime I do a musing and I record it, whether people listen to the episode or not, once I do that music on a particular topic or I talk about an issue that is bothering me, once I record it on this music, of course, we read scripture in the process, we speak it aloud, something happens. God takes care of that situation. So I think there are spiritual principles around speaking, hearing, writing the word of God. And it, it has to do with meditation. It has to do with confession. These are the, the, the powers that God uses to bring about his will in our lives. And meditation, unlike what we have been taught, taught to believe, that meditation is something you do in your heart. Meditation is actually muttering the word of God to yourself. Meditation is speaking it aloud. Meditation is not, um, is not silent. It, it, it has a silent part. In fact, it has a, a meditation. Scriptural meditation is vocal. You speak it. As you are speaking, you are listening to what you are saying. In fact, scriptural meditation is vocal. Because if you see how the, um, the, the Hebrews, the, uh, the Jews, when they are meditating on scripture, they are not silent. Though. They, are, they are chanting it. They are speaking it. You know what I'm saying? They are repeating it. That's the way you, you learn the word of God. Because it's a spoken word. God's word is not silent. It's never silent. God says, so shall this word be that goeth forth from my mouth. Isaiah 55. It shall not return back unto me empty, fruitless, but it shall go forth and accomplish that which that purpose. So it, it comes out of God's mouth. The word of God is alive. It's powerful. It's not, it says, in fact, we, we receive Christ by believing and confessing. So that's, these are the spiritual principles that we must always hold there, even for me, and you know, this is something that I, 
I have to keep reminding myself. So write the vision, make it plain, make it simple, readable, clear, so that who he that reads it can run with it. So just sharing that, I'm reminding myself of that today. And I trust God that if you're not doing this already, please start doing this because I know it would really change your life. Thank you very much for listening. God bless you. Stay lifted and have a